0: Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Mean Green Nation podcast, and I got to say, things are always a little bit better. Saturday mornings are always a little bit better after a North Texas Mean Green win in the NCAA tournament. I can say 100% of the Saturdays I've had after such an event have been fantastic. Uh, With me this morning, Mr. Greg Godecker. How are you doing on this beautiful day?
1: Uh... Eh, hard to describe the feelings. Um, hard to go to bed last night. You wake up this morning, you've won a game in the NCAA tournament, and it's being re-showing right now on CBS Sports Network. So I'm oh, watching it life. as we're talking.
0: It's Is it a different vibe watching it then? Because you're like, look, yeah, man. You know, it, it doesn't have that same kind of tension, you know what I mean? Like, oh, this is a comeback. You know, now you just see what's gonna happen. It's like I remember when they went on their little run. <laughs> cute. <laughs> so yeah, cute. Yeah,
1: yeah, Not the same tension. It's just a smile on my face.
0: <laughs> uh yeah, I, I re you know, I'm gonna probably need to record that. Um I recorded it like on uh you know, whatever whatever service I have it was AT and T Uverse. Um, but I need to probably record it on the CBS one. Anyway, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we won. We did it. Mission, the initial mission accomplished, right? North Texas got a win in an NCAA tournament, NC2A tournament. I've heard people say it like that. Um, And, you know, I don't think that, you know, maybe you had an idea of that happening, right? Like, yeah, I could see North Texas kind of come in and maybe whatever. Like, I don't think anybody truly had that in their, like, this is going to happen when we hired Grant McCaslin, right? You always say, like, it's possible, you never know. Um, so, I, I think we, I just wanted to reevaluate what we said at the end of the last show. We're like, we'll stay in this program, where do we go? Um, you know, we got some new information in here. Greg, where do you uh, evaluate the state of this program right now?
1: When they hired him, my thought was always that what he was getting paid he was getting paid to win in March, not just win 20 games, but win conference tournaments and win NCAA games. So I I felt like that was his trajectory where he needed to go. And he obviously accomplished his mission last night. I, well, I mean, one of them. Yeah. You know, we want to see this team continue to um, dance in March. But, I mean, this is where we thought this pro- – well, for me, this is where I thought this program could be under McCaslin where it should be
0: yeah i mean just to to kind of remind some other people if you're unfamiliar with north texas basketball there's not like some rich tradition um i thought you know like uh and kind of conversing with some of the purdue fans who are you know good knowledgeable purdue fans you know, there's a lot of those There's so a few over reactionaries out there you know like we're the worst team ever this is just whatever we're never gonna win painter i mean you know what um If only, you know, there was a day where I would be unhappy with 12 tournament appearances and uh, an Elite 8 run, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, But I get it. You know, after a while, you know, you just get used to whatever your station in life is and you start like, how kind of lot better? When are we going to take the next step? So I get it. Um, You know, so, you know, in talking with them, they they have a very rich basketball history, you know. Uh, North Texas has a couple tournament runs in the Sunbelt Conference. And I think there was one a thousand years ago when everything was in black and white. I, I don't know. I, I'm not that old. Um, you know. Not to dismiss it, but I, just, I, didn't, I don't know. I was watching cartoons or something. Um, yeah, so like, uh, I remember those runs. And those are like, you, you start talking about them and some of the newer fans are like, yeah, I don't know, man. That was a thousand years ago, right? Those 2007 and uh, 2010 runs, 2007. Um, They lost to like Memphis and then uh, Kansas State. Those are awful. You know, you get in the tournament, you're like, hey, North Texas, right? Like, look, we're on a Sports Illustrated cover where they have all the teams. You see that? Like, there's us right there. Isn't that cool? And that was kind of it. So it is great. You said it, right? Like, the way to build the brand, right? The next step after a Conference USA title is to make a run in the tournament, right? What does make a run mean? That's, you know, upset of Purdue and dare I say get to the sweet 16 yeah
1: yeah yeah I mean that's that's how we we discussed it on the last show that's what we thought um, that's what we thought was possible I mean we both picked North Texas to win I felt pretty comfortable in picking them just I mean you know Purdue was a good team but there wasn't nothing that stood out other than their length which really was just big guys scoring in the post it wasn't length at the guards it wasn't that they blocked a lot of shots it wasn't that they turned you over a bunch you know everybody talked about oh north texas can't handle the ball they turn it over you see the big time analysts talking that and i mean if you know the team you know that where they get into trouble is when they start to run in the fast break opportunities. That's where their turnovers come. Mm-hmm. Well, Purdue doesn't allow or didn't allow really anybody to run. So you're like, look, if we get into the half-court offense and we execute like we know we can, um, Purdue's going to let us execute. We'll be fine.
0: Yeah, let me just make a quick note real quick about what we're going to talk about. I'll just give a little top of the show, right? A lot of people probably new to the show. So um here's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about you know, kind of what we thought hap- uh what we thought was gonna happen, what actually did happen. We're gonna geek out over it, right? So we might do like Chris Farley style, like hey, you remember you remember when when he hit the shot and, and it went in and that was cool? Uh so we might do a little of that. And then afterward we will talk a little uh Villanova. Uh you know, I've kind of just watched I think the the it was on there playing Winthrop yesterday. And I was kind of, it was on, I could not watch it. Like, it didn't mean anything to me. I tried to look at it and say, let me look at this from a basketball standpoint. But I couldn't, because I was like, you remember how we won? And we were playing, and then we won. Wasn't that fun? So, uh, you know, I don't have any good basketball analysis for you there. Uh, just because I, I can't, you know. I mean, they're a good team. Jay Wright's a good coach. Uh, they're both well-drilled, all that other good stuff. Um, but let, I just kind of want to talk about it. All right, so we said, I said it. We are concerned about the guards. Um, you know, like, were they good? Everybody was talking, talking up this dude, Hunter, saying he was a great defender. Well, it turns out he could not stay with Javion Hamlet. Um, uh, you know, so we won that matchup. And also North Texas went matchup hunting, something that, uh, you know, I thought they'd do it in spots. I didn't think they'd do it so early. And they were like, hey, who cares, first half? Bring this dude Stefanovic over here, see if you can guard right now. He, he's got he's on the highlight reel now, and, and you know, you can't feel for that dude, but that's that's the price you pay for playing in NCAA Division One basketball. Is you're gonna you might get highlight reeled, you know? So Javion setting him up, setting him up, left hander jumper in his face. When people are gonna talk about hey, can this guy, can he be drafted? They're gonna bring up that clip, like click left hander in your face. Um, so he they were like, all right, and this is a big deal one of the best shooters, the best shooter, I think he was like a 40% shooter. Matt Painter had to say, you know what? You need to sit down next to me because you can't guard that guy. And they're going to just play one-on-one against you the whole day. And I don't like that matchup. Um, So then he had to put another guy in. I forget the guy, Thompson, right? And that took away a shooter, right? So that affected the game. We were concerned about that. Anything else you saw?
1: No, I mean, you you pointed it out there. Getting that those favorable matchups early um, for Hamlet to do his type of thing. You know, Hunter was a good defender, made some plays on him. Even when, when Ivy got on him, um, was able to block his shots a few times, but for the most part, I mean, we, we talked about it before, how tough Hamlet is to guard, whether you have size or length or, or speed. He just, his game, he pretty much can beat you from anywhere, right? You know, his floater yeah. is good from anywhere he can pull up, he can dance on you, jump shot, you know, it's just, he's extremely tough to defend. And then, you know, Grant did a great job getting him in those favorable matchups. early. like, we, we, you know, we pointed out, you know, that's NBA level type of stuff right there, what they did, how they attacked Purdue and, you know, Purdue wasn't ready for it and they didn't really make an adjustment other than bringing in somebody else um, to defend or help defend Hamlet. They, They continued to switch pretty much all night and North Texas just ran what they wanted to run. And there was a couple times where even on the simple um, pick and roll at the top of the screen with guys like Reese and bell um, their freshmen Ivy and some of the other guys, they would get lost and open it up for a a wide open top of the key three for guys like Reese and, and McBride. And I mean, they were knocking down shots.
0: Yeah. Um, I've been saying right and I kind of adjusted a little bit. I said, JV on Hamlet, can you hit clutch shots? Right, That's going to be number one. Uh, Number two, are they shooting with confidence? It's this thing when North Texas plays bad basketball, right, when they lost to UAB, um, when it kind of broke down a little bit uh, against Marshall, but that was just a game loser at the the buzzer. I had a great opportunity. But basically, when they've not played good basketball, to me it's been when guys are not taking open shots, right? Uh, like Arkansas, I watched a little, I re-watched a little clip of that. Like Arkansas pressed real high, made Javion give the ball up at like half court or like, you know, three quarters of the court. Give the ball up, and then um, uh, Thomas Bill had to catch it and then make plays like Draymond Green style, right? And he wasn't up to the task at that moment. Um, you know, I, I, I think he's kind of improved a lot over the season. Uh, so that's what I was concerned about. I'm thinking Matt Painter's, you know, he they don't usually press that high, but I thought maybe they'd just mix it up, throw a little zone. Western Kentucky threw a little zone. Louisiana Tech threw a little zone. You know, UAB obviously zoned up North Texas. I thought maybe they'll just kind of mix it up and say, hey, are you good at stopping? Can you break this press? Can you just make you think about it? And they didn't really. North Texas was super comfortable. They didn't really try much. They, they got Hamlet. Like first play of the game, like literal first offensive possession. They kinda of trapped him a little bit in the corner. Um, you know, but outside of that, like you said, guys were shooting. McBride four of six from three. Uh, you know, he got he got a little loose with it for a second. He you know, he did a little heat check. He like waved off Javion Hamlin, he's like, No, I got this. Let me cross him up. Ha 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 pull up and then it was like an air ball then, <laughs> and then and Gas was like, No, that's yeah, not I'm what afraid. we're doing. <laughs> Yeah,
1: Grant's like, we're we're not doing that. We are not doing that. That's not your game. And that's where, you know, we, we continue yeah. to tweet during the game, like, play your game. That's not his game. That's Hamlet's game, not his. And and he did that. And, I mean, and yeah. then after that, there was one time, like you, you said, shoot with confidence. And there was one time in overtime where McBride had an open look and he didn't pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. Ivy was kind of closing in on him, but he didn't pull the trigger. And so I'm hopeful that that doesn't, you know, come into the next game that he, he continues. Cause I mean, he's really been just a huge key throughout the conference tournament and now in our game against Purdue at, at how well he shot the ball. It's just been smooth. And that's what we, we were hopeful we would see from him this year because we we were told how good of a three point shooter is. And, and now we've seen it at the end of the year. So, you know, if they're going to have any chance against Villanova, he's going to have to knock down open shots.
0: Yeah, um, I remember that, like, kind of start of the season, we're like, you know, he's supposed to be in, like, a knockdown shooter, but, you know, he's kind of... And then he really found his stride late. And you know what? At the most important time. If you're going to save up all your shots for, you know, the conference tournament and the NCAA tournament, cool, man. Three of six, or, or three of... He had three. Three huge ones against Louisiana Tech. Like, absolute. Every one of those was, uh, like, extend the lead or take the lead shot. And those are our only threes in that game. Um, he hit three against uh, Western Kentucky, uh, none more huger than the game tying one right before uh, the end of regulation, and then he hit four in this one against Purdue. Right, so ten three pointers. Uh, you know, in the biggest games that North Texas has played all season, right? <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs>
1: hit uh, what was that? He's hit uh, five eight. 11 and 4 so 15 15 in,
0: in the tournament games yeah, yeah I, could, I couldn't I could remember off the top of my head what he did against Middle and old, old Dominion so i was just going from the semi-final round like no matter where you, any way you slice it when it's been the important three point shooting time he's hit him. he has had no fear and I mean look if the price of that is that he's going to try to dance around somebody and pull up a three whatever, fine, like you, you get one, you've earned one, right, where like the coach goes, "That's not our game, and he doesn't just immediately bench him right because he knows that, that's yeah. you build up a little goodwill, and say, yeah, come on, coach. I wanted to." The, the other one of the dance part, to the big dance.
1: you know, when we had Gibson last year, Gibson, his first couple of years at UNT was just a outside shooter. He wasn't mm-hmm. get into the lane. Last year, he was able to get into the lane, and that really helped create a, a different dynamic for the offense, right? During the year, we didn't have a second guy that was breaking down defenses that could get to the rim. It was really Reuben Jones, and now mm-hmm. that Reuben's been out, we didn't have anybody else but McBride throughout conference tournament and again last night was able to actually get to the rim. like He was attacking the basket and he was making plays in the lane. I mean, there was one point where the game was tied um, late in the first, um, in regulation time, where, you know, Zach hit him with a little pass inside the lane, and, you know, he's able to put it up right there.
0: Yeah, he did a little floater.
1: Yeah, and and he was able to drive, you know, to the basket, I think in overtime, he was able to hit um, a layup. So, I mean, it's just, you know, those little things stick out to you when you're watching him. Um, and he's he played really good defense mm-hmm. last night, too. So, I mean, he's he's been a catalyst. He's really helped the team out down the stretch.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm just kind of going off memory here also. Um, I just think we'll just kind of go down the starting five. Uh, so that's McBride. He did a great job. Um, Thomas Bell, he X-Factor, right? I, we talk about him uh, a lot on here because I think he's, he's super important. Uh, a lot of like you say inexperienced basketball watchers are like this guy, he's not shooting so well. He like if anybody's not shooting so well, it's usually Thomas Bell, and then everybody starts wondering like why is this guy in the game? Um, you know is he even a good shooter? He has kind of a funky shot. You know what I mean? It's it like it has no like <laughs> smoothness to it. But uh, he hit big shots, right? Big threes. So I think he hit the one uh, start and that overtime. Kind of, yeah, yeah. And, that was the only one he hit again <laughs> and uh you know sometimes he like he'll he'll even hesitate he's like i should shoot this but uh, oh, let me do something but he was pump faking and attacking like we're saying shoot with confidence but a lot of that is just play basketball with confidence right if you're not going to shoot the three fine but then you need to attack right you can't shoot fake the, the drive and then just kind of stand there like you're letting the defense set keep it moving uh, he did a great job. Started the game off with like six straight points on that same kind of attack. Catch the ball, attack the lane, put the ball, put your head down, you know what I mean? Flip the ball up, low floater in there. Um, those are yeah, huge I, points.
1: Teams, um, you know, if you haven't watched Nortex, I mean most people that are listen, listening to your podcast this morning probably have watched them play a little bit this year. So teams have chosen Thomas Bell as the guy that they're going to let beat them right? And so when he has a good game, North Texas is is just really, really hard to beat. Um, When he doesn't have a good game, like, you know, maybe against Marshall, uh, the second game, that's where, you know, North Texas gets in trouble when he hesitates with his plays. Um, You know, he hit some really difficult shots last night, but I mean, you can't take Thomas out because he does so much other stuff. I mean, he really is the glue guy for the team. He He can defend one through five. The block shots that he had last night on their big guy, my gosh. The rebounding (laughs) that he's able to do, I mean, against those guys, you know, look, he's six foot six, but, I mean, he can get up with anybody. Mm -hmm. And he proved that last night. And then he's hit big shots. He hit the big three in overtime against Western Kentucky. He hit the monumental three last night against Purdue. So, I mean, you want guys like Thomas Bell. When
0: when anybody scouts North Texas, you could always tell they looked like man. They're not. They don't have any size. Yeah, it looks like this guy Thomas Bell plays a four for them. Anyways, our you know whoever their big guy is should be able to handle North Texas. North Texas is gonna struggle with their size, and I you know like the Purdue guys are kind of saying the same thing, and I'm you know I kind of shrug like yeah, we'll see about that. You know like uh, North Texas has played smaller than everybody for two three years now, right? Like it just. What they do, um, they like Zach Simmons, and he's not—he's—he's he's tall and lanky, but he's not like you know, he's not Travion Williams out here. He's not Zach Edea out here for Purdue. He's not Charles Bassey, who's you know a little bit more athletic. He's not any of those guys. And North Texas says that's fine because he's skilled, and we just need people that play with skill and know how to play the game. And um, you know, like I said, I'm a, remember my coach yelling at me all the time, but like getting vertical, don't foul, all those other things. So when I see North Texas players getting vertical, straight up and down, hands up, challenging the shot, but not fouling. Like, that is so difficult to do, right? People praise, like, the Spurs for doing that, um, you know, like, other good basketball teams, like NBA teams, like, look how they do it, like Jamon Green going straight up, not fouling, hands up in the air. It is effective, right? Because a lot of guys go up and think they're going to get bailed out with a foul call, and then they throw it up and they're like, "Hey, I missed." And then North Texas gets the rebound, and you're like, "How did me, the superior player, not score a bucket against this little six, six foot six guy?" And then you know, you're a little frustration. That, there's a lot of that. Trevion Williams is a good player. He's a he's one of those throw it up at the rim, tip, 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 tip. You know, I just got four rebounds and two points, um, kind of dudes. And you saw that. You know, he's effective. He also stole it from Zach, ran the floor, dunked it on him. Um, they're good. You know, and then Zach is one of just those big guys where you're just like, how do we defend this dude? He's way up there, you know? North Texas did a great job against both of them, and a lot of that had to do with Thomas Bell. We'll talk about Zach Simmons in a second, but Thomas Bell, just being that guy that's just flying in there, blocking shots, he does that Draymond Green kind of role where, you know, like I said, he he guards all the holes, right? You're like, Zach Simmons, if he gets out in the wing, well, who's there to help him out? Thomas Bell, right? Uh, there's a switch. Who's gonna go? Thomas Bell's gonna guard that guy, right? There's no advantage. You can't seek out a matchup and say I'm gonna get Thomas Bell on me and I'm gonna cook him up. Can't. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he's he's awesome when you're watching him. And maybe if he misses a shot, that's fine. It is very much a Draymond Green like green where you're, he's not out there because he's gonna get points. But you know the comparison breaks down there because Thomas Bell can get some buckets. He gets in there little flip shots and he can shoot it. Stand out there and shoot it but I thought he played an amazing game. Big really? block down the stretch, got the ball, went right at Trevion Williams, scored in his face. To extend that lead, it was it was tied, right? And so McBride did a little floater in the lane, like you were pointing out. That was huge. And then Thomas Bell blocks the hell out of uh, Trevion Williams, gets the ball, goes down, gets a bucket. Four-point lead, North Texas, right? That's gigantic momentum swing. Takes a lot out of him. Their fans are like, we were right there. We just missed three free throws. We had a chance, and now we're down four. How does that happen? Why do I like basketball? I hate it. Uh, so yeah, everybody's shooting with confidence, uh, right? That's that's the next point. The other thing I said is like, you know, like Zach Simmons has to be turnover free. He has to be his best self. I don't think Zach Simmons played very well. He had two early fouls. He had those gigantic turnovers late in the game, where he, you know, he's waiting for a dribble handoff. He kind of overthought it. Some of that was Javon uh, Hamlet's fault, uh, and then he got stripped to the top of the key, that led to the breakaway. Um, but you know, he was good. He scored, you know, inside. Uh, he was solid playing defense. He, a lot of it was just, hey, just make the big guys work for their baskets. I thought he did that, yeah. um, and uh, you know, but the big man play, Abu Usman. He balled out in the first half. He got, a, he got a, a, a couple dunks, I think. He had a little turnaround jump shot. Uh, that was awesome. I like the future for North Texas if Usman is going to be our main guy. Um, I thought he played really well against, against Zach Eady.
1: He
0: did. He,
1: I mean, he played well against both big guys. Um, well Williams, Trebion really didn't have a really good first half. Both him and Zach were out a bunch. Um, but, hunt. yeah, I mean, Usman played really well. And he's been playing really well for a while now right he he has that ability to score in the post he's got moves down there for a freshman I mean you know that's one area where big big guys as freshmen kind of struggle when they come up to the next level is struggling with their ability to score but he he has stuff and he's confident in himself and he didn't even you know against the seven foot four guy he didn't even back down from them which you're like, Hey, maybe you should kick the ball back out, you know, not try, but look, he had no fear. And you got to love that as a coach. Like he's Mm -hmm. just going to keep attacking and attacking. And he made plays, he blocked out, he battled for rebounds. He did everything that we needed him to do. Um, He may not have played much in the next game against Villanova, but um, we certainly needed him against Purdue last night. And I thought um, he was outstanding in the first half.
0: Yeah. I just want to, credit him there too because like he's been like a super sub kind of hey we're not gonna need you every game we're gonna need you three good minutes can you come in and give us three good minutes and he does he comes in he plays hard he wins those three minutes right I don't think there's ever been there's been a game in the, in the past five right the five game winning streak here in tournament games where I've been like man we got to get Usman out or when's that gonna come back I, I've been like man Usman he's doing it out here right battling for rebounds like you said like If you think, hey, I'm only going to get three minutes, five minutes, well, that means I need to go all out, right? Yeah, he got 16
1: 16 minutes last night, four points. He only had the one rebound, but it was how he was blocking out and tipping the ball around so that other other guys could then grab the rebound.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of that, right, especially in a, a rhythm sport like basketball where an E.D. expects to get the rebound and then, you know, Purdue's going to get it and get into their offense, maybe get out and run, give it to Jaden Ivey or something. Well, they're battling with Usman, and they got to use up a lot of energy, and then they win, and they're like, okay, now what were we going to do? Um, that throws you off, the little stuff like that. Like I said, it's uh, uh, you're bringing the ball up court, and the guy's just bothering you. And I, I mentioned this, right? I think that one thing that North Texas does is just compete on defense a lot. And it bothers everybody because you're just like, okay, all right you didn't stop me you just bothered me as I was bringing the ball up court or in this offense you just kept denying the ball and I got to move around and and do an extra cut and do the next option now I got the ball uh and I'm out of rhythm just a little bit you're like I I had to compete for 20 seconds on defense right you know like or 20 seconds on offense we had to run the offense and it takes up mental space you get a little frustrated you want to get in rhythm and you know
1: yeah, defense is all about one two. Getting back to the Ed and, and Uzman matchup, yeah. Ed yeah. played 15 minutes. His offensive rating was 21. Uzman, we said, played the 16 minutes. His yeah. offensive yeah. rating was 92. Nobody thought that was going to. No.
0: Ed
1: didn't even score a point.
0: Yeah. So, in case you didn't know, like Zach Edie's, you know, like I said, he's a big man, seven foot four. He has good size, good mobility. You can throw it in there. He likes to do a little reverse pivot and just kind of dunk on you. Uh, he's very much Boban. You know, he has a Boban type game where you just like, man, this guy is bigger, get a rebound, just dunk right on you, that kind of thing. Um, you know, he kind of wins minutes just because of that. Uh, and then, you know, like saves Trevion Williams so he could just be hustle guy and, you know, get energy points on the other side. That combination has been really effective for him. But, yeah, um, the Purdue you know, bloggers and writers and stuff, they were concerned that their offense would get schemed out. And they're like, when we lose, it just we can't can't shoot the ball. Um, some of that was true. They shot but 9 of 30, which is not great, but some of that was like the last five shots of overtime where they missed like three in a row, four in a row, something like that. I didn't think that Purdue shot poorly. They just didn't shoot outstandingly well. And North Texas was also making their bad shooter shoot. They said, all right, Hunter... You're going to be the shooter, right? We're not going to let Stefanovic out of here shooting. Um, a lot of credit. It's the players that win the game, right? Players playing. They're hitting shots. They're making defense. Um, but also they executed the game plans, right? Great game plan by the coaching staff. Amazing execution of said game plan by the players. Um, you know, that's twice in a row they identified the poorest shooter for the other team. West Kentucky, they said, all right, you know, Davion McKnight, let's see if you can beat us. We're not going to let the proven, you know, Charles Bassey beat us. And this one, they said, we're just going to sink deep. Hunter, if you want to stand out there and Steph Curry, that's fine. We're going to guard Trevion Williams. And they they couldn't beat him. They couldn't do it. effective. Yeah,
1: Hunter 0 oh for 4 from 3-point range, 1 of 3 from the 2-point range. Purdue shot 33s last night, 30%. I don't know if their game plan was to shoot 33s. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> They were 16 to 39 from the two point range. So that's 41%. Whereas North Texas shot 42%, 43% really from the three point line and 50% from two point range.
0: Yeah. North Texas uh, basketball plan is to a attack the rim and get open threes. Right. And Javion is like the exception of that. Cause he can do a one-handed floater from anywhere inside the two point line. He probably could do it from three. I just, he just doesn't do it. Um, and so, like, you know, that's the effective way. Uh, you know, analytics tells you that the least effective shot is, like, a long two, right? Except for guys that can hit a long two because some guys can hit a long two at a better clip than you can get layups. So let them shoot that shot. And that's Javion Hamlet. He can step in score from anywhere inside that, that uh, outside the paint area, right? And uh, everybody else get to the rim, right? Score around the rim or shoot a three. And North Texas, able- I-, I said this before, <clears throat> North Texas played like the four seed, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you saw the score and you're like, hey, in the four thirteen matchup, one team's up nine, they're pretty, pretty much controlling the game, you know, making the other team play to their game plan. You're like, oh man, that's the four seed, huh? Winning, just kind of doing what's expected. Uh, no, no, no. It's the 13 seed, controlling the game, making uh, the other team frustrated, making them adapt to them, that whole thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, they look. They've played tough teams the past couple years: Utah State, VCU, um, playing the Loyola Chicago, West Virginia, um, playing against Arkansas back-to-back years, Mississippi State. Look, anything that was going to be thrown at them last night wasn't going to be something new. Mm-hmm. Like some of the Purdue fans thought, "Oh, you're, this is the first time you're going to experience this type of game." Look, man, these guys. Yeah. Our seniors, they've played a tough schedule for this exact reason, this moment, um, to not be afraid of the moment. And, and that was that was on display last night. They controlled the pace of the game. They controlled the tempo. Um, they did what they had to do on offense. Purdue let them get comfortable in the game. And if you let guy, if you let a team like North Texas get comfortable on you, um, a team that's really good at executing, then you're going to have trouble on defense.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was liking it to, uh, you know, the, the mini watch party here. Just like North Texas is really, they're like a team that relies on defense and running the football, in football. And then you're like, the way you beat that team is that you speed them up, you make them throw the ball, that kind of stuff. But, hey, you know, if you let them play defense and field position and then the game comes down to you having to stop their, you know, power run game, you know, they got you where you want uh, where they want you. And that's it. Our power runner is J. Hamlet get into the paint, you know, flipping up. A, you know, So you scored a two-point and you're like, that didn't beat us. But it's just like in football where that four-yard gain, that's everything because now it's a first down, right? And you're just like, how did – and then, you know, the three-pointers or the whatever, you can extend the analogy however you want. Um, but that that's North Texas, and I like it because, you know, um, I think one of the fun things about basketball is – because I I dislike people always trying to build a perfect team. One of the best parts about the sport is figuring out how you're going to do it with a weird combination of people. You're like, that guy can't shoot, but he's a great defender. This guy can shoot, but he's an awful defender. This guy can handle the ball. This guy can't. What do we do? How do we build an offense and a team that can attack with those parts, right? And uh, like North Texas has, yeah, built a roster, uh, built a roster, but – I think that they they said, all right, Javon Hamlin's our dude, right? He's our guy. How do we complement him, right? We got shooters over here. You have to shoot it this way. This is how we need to scheme it up. How do we defend? Just all those things, right? It's it's great to see the strategy. It's great to see everybody playing. A lot of it just you got to play hard, like you said, to want to. So yeah, you're undersized. You're six one. That guy's six four. But that does not mean you can't be where you need to be, right? Then execute the defensive game plan. Screen hard compete for rebounds fight over screens you know you don't need to have uh, you know four inches extra height to fight over a screen you don't need to be you know super strong to sprint on your closeout and know who you need to be guarding all those little things um north texas has done when they've been been awesome and they've been awesome in these last five games and it's been great uh what was the play of the night what was the the one that's gonna make you go man you remember when uh, what's his face did? Uh, what's your favorite play?
1: Probably the regulation, the the block shot of um, Trebion Williams by Thomas Bell. That that just that defensive moment. Uh, you <laughs> know, I know it didn't win the game, but that just that sticks out in my mind uh, to me. That that play right there. That, yeah. that just that exemplifies. This team,
0: to a T. I like it. I I mean, I, I was going to say that one, so I'll pick a different one. I think it was maybe Javion Hamlet cooking him up in overtime, right? The little floater in the lane. Uh, or was it? I don't know. There's like three of them. They're starting to run together. He did a running floater, like a turnaround jump shot. Just another one-handed one that he did from about 17 feet out. That one. It's kind of weird to have a favorite play that I don't quite remember. But, um, <laughs> I mean... In my defense, there was a lot of like, all right, yeah, it's great. So, um, yeah, yeah that's,
1: the- that's the thing about this team. Like, there's not, there's usually not something that really like sticks out in your mind about what they do because it's just, they're just making the fundamental plays of the game, right? Yeah. Like, so your favorite play could be like, hey, man, it's the rebound that we got there at that <laughs> moment, or it's, or it's that defensive stop that we made, you know? or you know anything else is really like jv on hamlet making a floater or somebody making a three
0: yeah so you know like i said i did get hyped about these things and uh uh you know maybe it means i'm a lame or something like that but i just quick aside right so back when a thousand years ago when we we're enabled able to interact with other humans uh you know i played like a rec league soccer team we are bad or whatever and like uh my wife was awesome and right? she's trying to learn soccer i'm trying to teach her and whatever she's never played organized sports anyway long story short the point is that a lot of our team you know trying to learn the game and it was a fun excellent like you know moment marked down in my brain when they'd execute the game plan right like you could see them get better at play as players like they're like oh i see what you meant like when i make this pass i should cut to the open space and i was like yeah and did you see how it opened up everything for everybody else? You were open, the defense moved, and this guy got a wide-open shot. Did you see it? And they're like, yeah, I see why you'd move off the ball so that way the guy with the ball can And That's exactly it. It's, that's it. That's why you do it. And it's great to see those moments, um, you know, like I said, when you're just playing rec league stuff. It's even better when you see them doing the things there. Like That's why you cut off the ball, right? You see everybody moving, executing, setting the screen, so that way Javion Hamlet can cook up this dude right here, right? It is 90% Javion Hamlet being a superior basketball player. But that extra 10%, you know, it completes it. The guy can't help because there's, they're moving off the ball, right? There's a, a, a three-point exchange over here by these two wing players. If they're not doing that or if they don't do that all season, if they don't demonstrate that they're going to do some stuff there, then Javion Hamlet has a little bit less space and he can't cook him up, right? He can't, uh, you know, put Stefanovich on the bench uh, after his, like, fourth straight jumper in his eye. It's like, Coach, I got jumper in the eye-itis. I just, I can't see nothing. <laughs> he put it in my eye too many times. Um, what I was going to say, uh, awesome, just a lot of good stuff. Here's here's what stands out to me, right, just kind of following all, all that logic, is that North Texas played their game, right? Like, this wasn't you know, remember that West Kentucky seventeen point lead. Some of that was unusual. Like Javion Hamlet up to that point hadn't shot more like more than three point uh three threes in a game and he hit two like in the first five minutes. There was a little bit of that that was like this is unusual, right? This is not how North Texas plays. They jumped out to an early lead, um, you know, a lot of fast break, guys running up and down. And I thought that's why, you know, there's some turnovers there. This one, North Texas came out, played their game. Like there was nothing You know, Thomas Bell, like, yeah, he got a quick six points, but they were within his offense. He's gotten those kind of points before. It wasn't like Zach Simmons stepping out, hitting threes. Like, man, Zach Simmons, he's, you know, Nikola Jokic out here. What's going on? Yeah, it wasn't that. It was, hey, they're playing their game. They're winning the battles, executing the offense, defending, getting rebounds, all this stuff. And that gets, you know, like I said, James Reese, pump faked at the top. He probably should have let it fly right before uh, regulation, and then end up getting a shot, and then kind of missing it, just just barely on the bank. That's North Texas too. Sometimes James Reese has been a little hesitant, hesitant shooting the ball. A lot of new North Texas basketball watchers are like, "Oh, you got to shoot the ball." I think Rose Smart was like, he tweeted, "Shoot the ball." I'm like, yeah. We, we all know that's that's North Texas. You know, it tells me that we got a little bit more to go. We can play better, right? We can get that. I've never seen North Texas play North Texas play so well, and. We're gonna need that if we're gonna go deeper in the tournament. And dare I consider that kind of stuff? Um, I like that that we didn't we didn't play our best game right now, and that that's a good thing.
1: We didn't play our best game, but we played a really damn good game. So I yeah. Uh, you came back to the, the, the last play where you said we should have shot the ball. I I think he saw the clock. It was like five point six, so maybe he thought it was too soon to shoot it. Right, they didn't want to give Purdue a rebound timeout, extra possession there. They wanted to make sure that it was the absolute last shot. But for me, it was like, why did you take it out of Hamlet's hands so early in the shot clock? Then, right, and and put yourself in that position. And, and I'm okay with Reese, you know, being the guy that you want to get the three. But or even McBride in that situation, I, I'm good with either one of those dudes taking the shot. I, I just Wish it would have been in Hamlet's possession just a little bit longer. There was no reason to get it out of his hands yet right there.
0: Yeah, so I think we're saying the same thing. And I don't, like a lot of times when the, I don't think it's like a scared of the moment kind of thing for these guys when they get it and they hesitate. I think it's an overthinking kind of thing. And I think you highlighted that a little bit there. You get the ball, you pump fake, you take a step, right? Trust your basketball instincts and let it fly, right? Pump fake, take a step, shoot it. You shot that shot thousands of times in your life. Let it He's fly.
1: He's really good off the dribble shooting. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying. So shoot it or attack a step or whatever. But like you said, maybe he takes his dribble and it's like, oh, there's time. What is the optimum? We don't need that right now. We don't need to optimize our offense by 3% more right now. We need to shoot the ball because we have a chance to win the game, right? And that's that's what I'm saying. It's like Some of it has to play a little bit feel. Stop thinking about it. I don't disagree with you, but, you know, like, the time to second-guess it, Hayes in the – at the time, I was like, you know what? See this play, guys? When you got the clicker, you rewind it, go back and forth. Let's not get the ball out of Javion's Hamlet uh, – Hamlet's hands until, like, five seconds or, you know mean? Something like that. In the moment, shoot the ball. And that's why I don't mind McBride saying, clear out. Let me get – I got this. I'd rather them error on that side. Like, you know what? I took a shot because I wanted to score. Then I didn't shoot. And so, you know, I was looking for a pass. I got shot clock violation. You only win the game by putting the ball in the hole. And you only put the ball in the hole by throwing it at the rim, you know? So, yeah. I, I, I see what you're saying, and I I, I think all that's good. We got to shoot the ball. It was funny. It just like Rose Smart, shoot the ball. <laughs> <laughs> all these players. He would have shot the ball. Yeah. I think it was a Ahmad Caver, uh, uh, you know, former ODU, best player. He was like, shoot the ball. You got to shoot that. Um, yeah, so, a lot of that.
1: You know, Reese, he's like the ultimate trash talker. <laughs> he's he's just always out there talking trash, man. I, I like, love it. I, yeah, I like, I, like, I mean, um, the CBS Sports Network they had last night. Um, there are two guys. I forget the one guy. He played at UCLA. The other guy was the coach from Providence. Um, I think it was his name, Ed Cooley. Yeah. And they were talking about, uh north texas and they said well you know hamlet wrote himself some big checks i'm 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 wondering if, he, if he's able to cash it against villanova like, <laughs> and they were talking about i guess him you know saying you know everybody don't don't doubt doubt. yeah that type of stuff. i was like they're like hey that's fine if that's the culture of your locker room and i'm like it is that is the culture of their locker room everybody doubted these guys in high school, everybody doubted them as JUCO products. They've had to grind their way to get to this moment. And so that's what they're going to feed off of. They have a tremendous chip on their shoulder. And it's not just Hamlet. It's not him. Yes, he's the one that stands out. But it's everybody else. It's Thomas Bell. It's James Reese. I mean, those guys, it's just, look, that's their culture. Yeah, they I mean, they, yeah. they love the underdog role.
0: Yeah, and, you know, Grandma Gaslin, right, he's a undersized guy. He's, he's a tiny little dude, right? Um, you know, he had to grind for anything that he got in his basketball playing career. Uh, he had to grind it out, coaching at Juco colleges. There's a lot of that, too, and I think he recognizes that. And, guys, that's what makes him find some of these dudes. Again, I'd rather have a hungry two-star guy that feels like the world has not given him his due than, uh, you know, a five star dude that's been given everything and feels like he deserves everything, right? Like there's a just when the moment calls for it, sometimes one guy's gonna scrap for the ball and not, you know, they're gonna do that. That's not to say that everybody that's five star, whatever, you know. There's been if you can get a five star, get a five star. But you know, like I said, in the moment, uh, Javion Hamlet, who's who's better than him right now, right? In averaging 15 points in the second half, right? When it, second half is winning time, right? First half, you feel each other out. It's winning time. It's clutch time. We've seen it. I don't doubt him because eight points in the last three minutes against Old Dominion, right? Uh, 14 of his 18 against uh, Louisiana Tech in the second half, right? Big bucket. Six points in the th- of the 13 in overtime against Western Kentucky. 24 points in this one. I, I didn't even see the breakdown of the second half points for him here, but buckets you saw it right when you you can see the purdue fans they feel it they're like you know like that Space Jam. that's him that's the killer uh he had the ball it, 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 like i've seen a handful of players in my in my time right you think about like michael jordan the ball's in his hand you're like dang he's gonna score it do not matter he's gonna find a way to score he did it against it was uh brian russell i remember like in 97 i was a kid i was a tiny kid watching him I was like, I don't know what it is, but he's going to cook him up. Yeah, turn around jumper in his face. The next year, the finals, I'm like, Brian Russell, the Jordan stopper, right? He's going to find a way to score on him. He did. Crossed him up, jump her in his eye. How does he keep doing it? Kobe Bryant, same kind of deal. You're like, I don't know what he's going to do. He's going to find a way. You know, got into the lane, got a foul, and, you know, and won. All these dudes, right, Kawhi Leonard, how does he find a way? LeBron James, how does he find a way? Um, there's a little bit of that, right? Football uh uh what's his name? Vince Young in that final drive against USC right? When I was a Texas fan. I'm looking at him like, you know what? I had a serene confidence. It's like it's okay. Vince Young has the ball. It don't fourth and five, it doesn't matter. He's gonna find somebody. He's gonna scramble out. Vince Young's gonna make a play, right? Michigan that previous season, they were looking at him like, how do we stop him? He's gonna make a play. Yeah. All that Javion Hamlet right here. He has the ball in his hands. I don't know what he's going to do. Is it going to be a left-hand floater? Is it going to be a turnaround, left-hand you know, little hook shot? Is he going to cross somebody up and put a jumper in their eye? I don't know. But it's going to happen because JV on but, have, that's what he does. <laughs> that's what he does. He's I, special. I mean, he's the ultimate, uh,
1: maybe the best basketball player to ever play at UNT. Um, it's just like we, we said before, look, you just don't doubt him. You just don't doubt him. We We've seen it enough through the past two years of what he's capable of doing and, and who he is as a person, right? On the floor. He's just, like you said, he's got, everybody calls it the it factor. Well, Javion Hamlin has the it factor. He has, he, when the lights are shining the brightest, like he said, man, he comes out to play and that's yeah. where we were. And that's what we said on the last podcast. I, I, you keep going back to it. I'm not doubting him because, look, this is TNT. This is the NCAA tournament. This is primetime television. And that dude is going to find a way to make plays, and he did.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think all those other things, right, if you're like, hey, well, he did miss a shot against Marshall or he didn't play well against these other ones. I think that, like I I say, yeah, everybody misses a shot. Michael Jordan's missed a shot. Everybody I named there has done something bad, right? Uh, like, you know, but – I think what you notice, like I said, is that that Jordan one that came in game six of the NBA finals, that next one, or that was game one of the NBA finals. The first year game six, of the NBA finals, Kawhi Leonard hidden big- clutch shots in the NBA finals. Um, these are all right. Championship game, Vince young fourth and five for the title as what's the name said, right? The best college football announcer ever. The, what's the name? The whoa. Nelly. No, he's Jackson. There you go. I can't, didn't have it ready. Um, you know what I mean? Those are the big moments. So, Marshall, that was an important game. Louisiana Tech regular season. Yeah, it's an important game. But if I had to trade him off, please, let's get 24 points against <laughs> Purdue, the number four seed, on TNT in an NCAA tournament first-round game. Please, let's do that. You can take that Marshall game. I don't even really care what you did against uh, you know, Marshall, Louisiana Tech, regular season. Can you show up in tournament time? And like yeah. I said.
1: And, and here take- we go. We're, we, we made it to Sunday. TNT, Villanova, and we don't. We no longer have Avery Johnson on the call. Now we've got Jim Nance and Bill Raftery. Hello, friends and onions.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's. I mean, that's. This is it. This is the real. You know, like we got the real NCAA tournament. Let me not take anything away from it, but when you think about it, when you're like, man, uh, you know, like I, I I grew up a Spurs fan. I watched a lot of uh, NBA. When the Spurs got to the NBA Finals, you saw the NBA Finals logo. I'm like, and the Spurs are playing, I'm like, this is, you know, this is real now. It used to be not real. It used to be only Jordan and Hakeem Olajuwon or whoever else was out there. But now my team, right? My team never got to that, to that Finals. You never saw the A-team. You never saw Bob Costas like, all right, here, game one NBA Finals. uh, You never got that. So that was a big moment. That's what I'm saying. We're getting to that one, right? Where they start saying Hey, you got, you know, Jay Billis out there. Like, you got to look out for North Texas, right? Uh, you know, JV on Hamley, really, You really, know, they're doing that, right? It's usually they're talking about Clemson, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, yeah, whoever, right? A lot of names, a lot of teams. You hear them all the time. Now the big names are talking about our squad, and I like it, right? right? You
1: can't can't take it away from us. I mean, <laughs> if you're a basketball fan, you know, I, I take off every year for the NCAA tournament, and I love watching it, and. You've always wanted your school to be that, that Cinderella story or that, that upset special and and we're living it. Cinderella. We're living it this morning. I know, you know I like everybody, it. Everybody's gonna wear their North Texas stuff out today. And you know, this is why we buy so much green stuff. Like I've got, you know, enough shirts <laughs> to last a month and I'm damn sure gonna wear one every day when I go out in public. Walk by, yeah, yeah, that's North Texas. That's what it <laughs> says right there. JB on Hamlin, huh? What you think about him? <laughs> I knew. I knew. I put it in my bracket. I bet you didn't.
0: Yeah, I think I think the the what was I gonna say? The the parts about like uh like being a North Texas fan, because sometimes you're just like, Man, I I don't know, maybe I should have not watch this game and kind of didn't. Um I've watched a lot of bad North Texas basketball. Uh a lot of that happened, you know, in between the Sunbelt era and, and the Grant McGasslin era. Um, you know. I feel for some of those guys because I think they signed up. Some of those players, they signed up for better than what they got. Um, and, you know, like I said, as just a fan watching it, uh, that was not fun watching some North Texas football over the years, too. That hasn't been fun. I think it was great. Uh, last year, I really thought that North Texas team was special. And I thought that, you know, the pandemic, again, among all of the things that have been taken away from people. And I don't want to diminish at any. Even just a little bit, any of the, like the tragic losses, like loss of life, that kind of stuff. People, you know, important things, jobs, that kind of stuff. Uh, but down on the list, right, uh, was like those opportunities for you know, like guys like Roosevelt Smart. You know, he could have got a little NCAA tournament appearance. Uh, you know, if they won the the conference, even if they didn't win the conference, they could have gone to the NIT. There's just lots of basketball opportunity, right? They that was a good team. I thought they were deserving of that reward. A lot of those guys are back and they're playing in this tournament but some of those guys couldn't right they graduated it's gone um, you know so they're excited they're, they're following but uh, you know I think about those guys and this is great for everybody that's been associated with the program uh, you know pretty much ever uh, even Johnny Jones right? he's tweeting out there like hey congratulations North Texas you know Johnny Jones shout out to him he got an NCAA tournament win yeah, first four got, win
1: right you know uh, Baylor Scott Drew tweeting out hey North Texas Possible Sweet Sixteen matchup. Oh man, you got you got Pete Thamel this morning for Yahoo Sports. His article: Can North Texas become America's sweetheart? And I'm gonna say I've said it over and over in this podcast. We mentioned it in the last one that they have the stories that people will fall in love with.
0: Yeah, if they make it happen. Yeah, I like it. I like it. It feels good. It it it's. It feels good. Yeah. Anyway, um
1: it feels good, but we got I mean we got Villanova next, right? Everybody doubted Villanova going in into their game against Winthorpe. Everybody was picking one, Winthorpe because Villanova was you know, without, was Sorry. without their point guard, um Colin Gillespie, right? And yep. and they hadn't won a game without him and they won last night and they looked, you know, unlike you, you couldn't really focus on the game. <laughs> I was sitting there I've watched pretty much the entire second half after our game. That's the only game that I've, I really watched and tuned into because I was sitting there. I was like, okay, who do I really want to play? Do I want to play this Winthorpe team with the six, seven point guard, um, that thinks he's Steve Nash, or <laughs> do I want to play against Villanova who has this six, nine dude, who's just taking everybody off the dribble <laughs> and just, you know, bullying them in the paint. I'm like, okay. And so, you know, Villanova played, really well they played defense last night um, they hadn't been playing defense um, and Jay Wright man he's just he's a really good coach yeah, and he wins yeah. in March he had a team he had a week to prepare for Winthorpe and so I, I think that played a big part into it now you got a quick turnaround I'm sure that they scouted North Texas some prior I, I guess you, you probably have to do that as a coach just have your both game plans ready ahead of time for that next opponent so, I mean, he was very complimentary of North Texas after the game last night. He said, you know, hey, what well, we were able to watch. They've got some guards that are quick as hell and, uh, you know, they defend and, and they're a really good team. So we're, we're going to have to play really well. So, um, and I think the matchup for us is Villanova's kind of a team that I was going back through trying to figure out, okay, who have we played that Villanova is like? And I can't really find a team, yeah, on our schedule just because, you know, they, they they're not small, right? You think Villanova small when you're watching them, but they actually have really good length. Mm-hmm. They're like one of the top um, teams in length in the country, but they don't block shots. Um, it's it's really five guards on the floor almost. <laughs> I mean, uh, they're 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 a really good player. The um, is jeremiah robinson earl and man watching him last night he's a 6'9 dude that's 230 that was putting the ball in. they had no answer for him yeah, they really yeah. didn't he was able to get to the bucket when he wanted to um and it was all like their guards put their heads down and get to the bucket and and force their way into the paint and they had i don't know if they hit a bunch of threes last night um, but they were able to knock down shots so for us in the in the villanova game you know, Villanova's offensive efficiency is one of the top 10 in the country, right? So how do we defend? Because it's not really, you're, you're not playing team defense against these guys. Now it's your your individual defense when you're having to go up against an ISO team kind of like this really stands out.
0: Yeah, I think the other part about like the, like you said, the, the ISO isolation kind of play for them is that um, they are very good, at uh, like well coached, L. J. Wright's teams, like everybody's like, fundamentally sound. Like, you think about like Jalen Brunson. Right? I know a lot of Mavericks fans uh, follow this uh, podcast, and you know like all the things you like about him, right? You know like he jumps out in lanes, turn, good fundamentals, good footwork. Like there's not a whole lot of you're gonna beat themselves right there with this. Um, I, you know, I'm obviously concerned about him. It's kind of hard to like I said to switch gear for your information. I switched over to the NIT tournament. I watched Louisiana Tech win that one. Yeah. I just want to point out, like Conference USA is really strong. You know, like I, I think that the top of Conference USA could compete in a lot of conferences. You know, Western Kentucky, Old Dominion, UAB, West. do uh, I say Western Kentucky, North Texas, right? All very good teams. And I think one evidence is that it was like Rice was in our division. They had the toughest schedule. Uh, but then you got them against like some of the poor East teams, and they just kind of walked through them. They beat up Marshall pretty easily. Um, there's a lot of good teams in the top half of Conference USA, and you know, so you watch any of those games; they've been very good games. Uh, Louisiana Tech won. They're going to play Western Kentucky. That's kind of uh, you want to see how the NIT screwed over Conference USA. It's that way, but whatever. It makes sense. Um, so Villanova again. You know, like I said, I I'm concerned. They're top ten you know um efficiency like you said uh they defend well they're not a whole lot this is how it gets right when you start playing good teams when you get later on in the tournament you're like you know what not a whole lot of weaknesses on this team that's won uh, you know a lot of games and beat some good opponents and uh has a championship winning coach out there you know that's uh, that's weird how does that happen uh yeah that that's it you know they they play well they uh they should show well
1: yeah, I mean, they shot 32% from the three-point range last night. Not great. Um, they did shoot 56% from the two-point range, which, you know, they Winthorpe was just getting beat off the dribble, and their guards were getting basically shoved into the paint. <laughs> and and you look at the guards for Villanova. Justin Moore stood out last night. He's 6'4", 210. Another guy, Caleb Daniels, 6'4", 210. Uh, Robinson Earl, six nine, two thirty. I mean, that's some bulk on those guys, right? You go back to uh, the guy for UAB, Lovin.
0: Uh, he's Taven Lovin, yeah,
1: yeah. But he wasn't even that that um, hefty on the weight side, right? But he was able to bowl his way against our guard. So yeah, he's strong. I mean, if, look, you're not going to beat Villanova without being tough, right? And, and it, this program prides itself on the toughest team wins. Well dude, you better bring some of your toughness and, you know, you're going to need JJ Murray to make, keep people out of the lane. Like I, I feel if we can keep Villanova out of the lane, um, out of the paint, that's going to help us. Right. Because we we contest three point shots really well. Like I think we do a good job of that, but where we get into trouble is where teams break us down off the dribble and then they hit the next guy and then they start popping the ball around and then that leads to an open layup or an open shot, right? When you get our defense moving, that's where we, we start to get vulnerable. And, and that's kind of always the case with team defenses. When you get them moving, you're eventually gonna find the open guy. On the opposite end of the floor, you know, I think Villanova actually played defense last night. They're not, a, they're not as good of a defensive team as Purdue is, right? Um, but this time of the year, the, the tournament—you n- you never know what teams are. They're not a shot-blocking team, like I said, even though they have length. So, if you're going to play a guy like Zach, he can score over, you know, Robinson Earl. Robinson Earl had three three blocks last night. and Villanova is not a team that blocks a lot of shots, but they did end up with eight block shots last night. So that kind of stood out to me watching him play. But I was just thinking, like, of the matchups. Like, look, we, we can score in the post with Zach against these guys. And if he's going to be on the floor, that's where he's... It's going to be tough for him to guard Robinson Earl, right? Because he's he's so dynamic off the dribble. And, and you're not going to see a lot of Usman. One guy you probably see will is um, Robinson for North Texas. Yeah, just he has a lot more
0: athleticism out there.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's a guy that can switch out on, on everything.
0: Yeah, so I just want to make a point. Like, one, yeah that's how you break down any defense that plays good you you move the ball well right and that that's why you know like good teams have done well against North Texas because they've been able to move the ball right um you know like I said it's it's we're gonna make the third guy beat me uh and then that third guy is really good well he can beat you right that's the guy that could beat you I think um I think we'll probably see Thomas Bell play the five for long stretches uh like go against Robinson Earl um you know like it reminds me of that uh, was it Carson Williams, dude, for Western Kentucky. The big guy is like 6'5", like 240 or something like that. And you can bully people in the paint. I thought Bell played well against him. Obviously, Carson Williams doesn't have the handle as uh, Robinson Earl. Um, but, yeah, this is a tough matchup. I think there's lots of ways you can probably attack it. I think North Texas probably could even say, you know what? Let's just see how they deal with our size for a little bit. And then we'll just kind of be plus on offense, and then you know, kind of give up some things on defense, and just be just be big hands straight up, and dare them to shoot a little bit. Right, they're they're not they're not bad shooters. Much like Purdue weren't bad shooters, but they don't really shoot it that well. You know, that you're like, you know, we got to run out yeah. there. Steph Curry, Dame Lillard out there. It's none of that. So. You probably, you're going to have yeah.
1: to play Bell and Robinson on the same time, because even though you, if you go with bell at the five to say you're taking Robinson Earl, then what Villanova had last night was another dude out there. Justin or Jermaine Samuels, who's six foot seven, who was also doing uh, damage as well last night. So you don't, You know, it's not like, hey, you know, Carson Williams is at the five, so you can go small because Mm -hmm. they're not going to put another dude out there. But if you put two pretty good – I mean, they're both really good rebounders and they're a good offensive rebounding team. You can't – like I said, you just – it's tough for North Texas then. Like, how do you you match up? That's what – it's going to be great to see what game plan Ross Hodge and and, and McCaslin come out with.
0: Yeah, I'd say, you know what, let's – you play five minutes and see what – Zach Simmons can do on Robinson Earl and say, so, you know what, look, what does he shoot, two, 27% from three, Robinson Earl? I mean, he can shoot it. It's not, you know, he could stand out there and do I'm something. Or
1: sure but... you just like, you, you're going to say, look, Zach, give him the three, Yeah. sag off of him, and don't let him get in the paint. Unfortunately, though, for, he's not, it's not Charles Bassey athleticism. That's a different kind. Robinson Earl's got the handle. So it's almost like, I wouldn't say, Maybe kind of like Lofton a little bit, but it's he's quicker,
0: yeah. And he's, I mean, he's taller, right? I think Lofton's like 6'5 or 6'6 or something. No, like.
1: Lofton was 6'9. Is he 6'9? Well, they listed him at 6'9,
0: he looks smaller, but I think you know, like I said, I think the, the challenge here is that, 6'7". yeah, yeah, because I remember him, you know, sorry, I think the deal is like, look, look, you're gonna have to do this, and, and anyway, right? You think about long term. Hey, Zach, if you want a professional career, you're going to have to guard six, nine dudes that can handle the ball and shoot it. So, hey, no time like the present <laughs> to show that you can. And I, I play a few minutes, right? See if you can you can do it like that. Here's our best five. I don't like, you know, speaking of Avery Johnson, right, that classic, was that, 2006 series where he's like, the Warriors are good. Let me completely change my 60-win team to match up with them. I know what he was thinking, but I think you got to go out there and say here's what we're good at. And go out there with your starting five and say, "Hey, Zach Simmons, hard and sold this team for a long time. You're going to be our starting five, and we just need you to step up to this challenge. Like you know, what I mean, you don't have to guard the point guard, but you just need to stay in front of Robinson Earl. Don't let him, you know, cook you up off the dribble. Stay big, keep your hands wide. Don't foul. And maybe take a charge. Yeah, can you do that? You I think we're plus. That
1: last point there, taking a charge. I thought Winthorpe did a good job of taking the charges. Yeah. Um, when the Villanova guards were getting deep in the paint, because, again, like I said, it was almost like they were bullying Winthorpe into the paint, right? Mm -hmm. They're driving, they're putting their head down, they're lowering their shoulders, and officials nowadays, you know, they just hand out charges like it's, you know, candy on Halloween. (laughs) So uh, that could be one of those X factors. Uh,
0: Yeah, I think the the other thing, so, you know, I just wanted to highlight because I don't think we talked about it, so I'm going backwards here. But, uh, man, that dude, Jaden Ivey, that guy's a player. He's a freshman. I was scared a little bit. I was like, man, this dude's going to win the game for them, for them by himself. He he had no fear. I know a lot of people said about that. Just no fear attacking the rim. Uh, you know, just whatever. I also want to point out, i can say my wife's observation. She was like, wait, is that his mom? Did they just say that she took over the Purdue basketball team and they hadn't missed the tournament in like 10 years? Her first year, should they miss the tournament? What is up with that? Uh,
1: she was the uh, women's coach <laughs> for Notre Dame.
0: Yeah. Uh, I know. It, it just sounded funny to me. Uh, but, yeah, that dude, uh, he's a baller. And uh, I just, if there's any Purdue fans listening to this, I don't know why there would be. But uh, I liked their squad. I thought they just came up. there they, To close it up on Purdue, young team. And I thought their weaknesses came up against a, a senior-led uh, led team. This Villanova team, they have a couple seniors. You know, they like said they got an experienced coach. Uh, I was like, Samuels is a senior, right? But they got, what is it, Dixon's a freshman. He gets some time. Robinson Earl's a sophomore. Uh, it might be the same kind of thing where, you know, like, they feel like they won the game just because, hey, we well, look at this play. We're going to go on a run. But North Texas has seen it before. They've done it. They've gone against teams. They've been in dire situations. They're going to grind it out. I think that North Texas – we, we played – against teams with, like, superior matchups, height, length, skill ability. Like I said, Arkansas was really good. Uh, was it last year? This year, right? They had that real tall – dude, I forget that guy's name. Uh, it was, like, white dude. He was, like – Yeah, he was real – Like, if he, if he stood to the side, you couldn't see him there, you know what I mean? Because he's just that thin, but he was he was blocking shots inside. North Texas has gone up against teams that have been
1: – His name know, was Vanover. There you go, Vanover. <laughs>
0: Yeah, didn't he block like five shots in that game? They're like, oh, how many times? What are you just going to give it up and try a different tactic? Um, Anyway, Arkansas was good. Mississippi State, a little bit of that same kind of deal.
1: Yeah, he had six block shots against us. Yeah.
0: That North Texas stays in games because they play really good defense and then because they execute the offense. Like, you know, like I said, we've shortened up the rotation. Like, Terrence Lewis is not really. Getting any time? Obviously, Ruben Jones is out with an injury, um, so that's again. That's uh it's why I still say, look, we're gonna we're gonna go down with the ship. It, that ship is gonna be Zach Simmons, Thomas Bell, James Reese, Drez McBride, Javion Hamlet, uh, and then spot minutes by Abu Usman. And uh, I feel like I'm missing somebody. Who am I missing? J J Murray. J J, yeah. J. J. Murray was good. Uh, that was the, I know. I wrote that down. J.J. J Murray. Played a really good game. Uh, I think he had a nice pass. Got into the lane. Got a nice pass off to Usman for the the dunk, I believe. Uh, lots of good by that dude. Um, you know,
1: hit a three.
0: Yeah, just everybody across the board. Like I don't, I don't ask for perfection or anything like that. I think that's an unreasonable thing to ask for as a fan. Like, what, you know, why did they miss that shot? Like the dude went four or five. You know, like I mean. What do you want? Uh, is like, can you compete? Are you trying to compete? You know what I mean? Are you not scared of the moment? Are you executing the game plan? Like the things you can control, like, you know what? I may not be Robinson Earl, you know, six nine two thirty 230 with, with crazy handles, but I can take care of the ball, right? I can handle the ball the way I need to handle the ball. I can make the pass I need to make. I can make the cut I need to make. All those are mental things and practice, right? Can you handle the ball? At a D1 level. Yes, you can because you're a D1 player. So don't make any silly mistakes, right? Don't try to be Steph Curry out here, right? Don't try to have crazy handles when you could just, you know, do that. I always remember it was that, that uh, Patrick Ewing quote, I forget what it was, like his center did like some turnaround shot, and he was like, what was that shot? I, <laughs> I've i never seen you practice that shot. Hey, I've been in practice. You have not taken a shot. Have you taken why are you taking a shot in the biggest tournament if you haven't taken a shot in practice? Like, you mean, do the work. Do the work that uh that will earn you taking the shots and doing the things that, you know, you do on the stage right now. And I think North Texas has done that. They've, you know, demonstrated an ability to, you know, execute. They can play their game. That's what we say, play their game. Why? Cuz their game is good. It's practiced, it's executed, it's demonstrated to be quality. So do that, trust it. You know what I mean? And that's it. Like, if they if they make effort mistakes, right, that's fine. Even even silly mistakes that are not good are not their game, like McBride trying to cross somebody up and chuck up a three. I'd rather that than him hesitating and not really trying to compete. Because go out there and compete. You try to compete. You can let them, You live with that and say, hey, look, I know what you're trying to do. I got it. Don't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, uh, you know, you rather that keep that attitude that next time attack the lane, get into the lane, do something good, make a play for your teammate, you know, whatever, Uh, versus, hey, man, shoot the ball. What are you doing? You're open. You just pass the ball like you didn't want it. Right. Nobody did that kind of play. Like you said it's usually overthinking. I had a great shot, but maybe he would have had a super great shot. Like we'll take good shots, take good shots, especially late in the game, especially against good teams. We don't need the most absolute perfect shot every time. No, I like I it. Um, I'm going to enjoy the rest of this morning. Uh, maybe get some. There's still some cake left over. My, she, I don't know what she, my wife is expecting. We are expecting another Mean Green fan in this family soon. But she was like, hey, you know what? This calls for cake. And I was like, yeah, you know, some somebody's shouting there, right? The kids are shouting. well, go big green. So, you know, I hear them like, okay. And then I'm uh, like, like five minutes later, like, hey, where'd your mom go? Uh, She just kind of disappeared. And then she comes back. Hey, I got it. I got the cake. She like, really went out and bought a cake. <laughs> uh, But uh, it was a, it was a tasty cake. Hey, you
1: go bigger, you go home.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to say no, but uh, I will say, look, so when the game got back into it, my mom came over and she's in our COVID bubble. My mom came over to watch the game. Uh, You know, North Texas up by nine. We told her and she knows. She's my mom. She's like, look, if they start losing, I will leave. And it got, you know, they went on their run. He went down there, got a dunk. Uh, the dude, uh, Williams, whatever. My mom left the room. She's like, then we come back. I was like, yeah, we're, you know, overtime, that kind of stuff. So, she knew, she was not yeah. tempting fate.
1: <laughs> yeah, my my wife, you know, she um she hadn't heard from me a while. They were in the toy room with the kids, and uh, she walked in here. She was like, how's it going? I'm like, it's an overtime. All right, I'm leaving. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah everybody got to make sure the entire mean green nation just you know don't change it up you know what i mean like if you wore the you wore your mean green shirt wear that shirt wear the shirts that we won I, any shirt that i won like you know versus uab I'm like I'm not, let's not take this one i got new scrappy and i got old scrappy with me they watched they've been a big part of this tournament run you know and uh so i will make sure that they continue to be a part of this tournament run i got them here i'm treating them well you know, like I said, sure, Javion Hamlet's hitting buckets, but, you know, like I said, we all know the real reason that we're winning. It's because you were drinking out of your favorite glass. And uh, so let's continue to keep up the good effort.
1: Hey, I'm uh, putting in the effort, too, right? They're putting in <laughs> effort, but I'm putting in effort, too, over
0: yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> favorite glass filled up to this spot, to the T on top of the NT, turned just a little bit facing south by southwest. That is the perfect, uh, you know, alignment for uh, Mean Green wins. Ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna wrap this up. It's already an hour and twelve minutes, something like that. Um, like I said, you can find Greg on the internet. He's mostly on Twitter. He, you know, he, like you said last time, he didn't, he didn't want to get too much shine. Pressure of fame, I guess. He's like Meghan Markle out here. He doesn't like it. Um, you can find me. Uh, my name is Adam. I'm uh, Mean Green Nation on Twitter. Uh, I have my personal Twitter account, but that's usually where everybody knows me, Mean Green Nation. Uh, MeanGreenNation.com is the site. You can sign up for a membership so we can keep doing this silly thing. We podcast regularly, uh, typically do the football podcast with Aldo. Uh, I try to get Greg on for the basketball stuff since uh, Greg knows more basketball than Aldo. Aldo's like, so what is the point of this game? Is it like to, I mean, when do they, they score a goal?
1: All through the hole. you yeah. play golf, it's
0: Yeah. So, um, yeah, like I said, uh, there's that. If you're like, hey, where's the other guy? Is it the same guy? It's not the same guy. Greg knows football. We try to get him on there anyway, too. Uh, You know, we'll be doing the same thing. Uh, We we try not to give you lame content and just, you know, make silly lists or whatever and just waste your time. So we we take breaks.
1: We are not leaving this show until you do your predictions. (sighs) We gave predictions at the last (laughs)
0: I was, kind of trying, I was kind of trying to avoid that a little bit. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'll give I'll give the predictions. All right, like so. I think Jay Wright is a very good coach, right? And I think they have the tools to slow down North Texas. I will not doubt JV on Hamlet, though. I mean, he said it right. He said it on a national uh, press conference. Like, look, don't doubt JV on Hamlet. He said it in the third person too, right? Just so you be. You be clear, cause you said me. You're like, who's this guy? Maybe you don't know, right? You're like, is that James Reese? Is that I don't know. You're unfamiliar, but he said, don't do not d- d- doubt Javion Hamlet, ladies and gentlemen. So I will not doubt the dude. Uh, that said, you know, maybe I doubt everybody else. I don't know. I'm saying North Texas win. I feel it. I feel good. It's a Saturday morning. Uh, I'm gonna say. I said 58, 57 last time. I'm gonna change that. I'm gonna say 59, 58. North Texas. That
1: didn't, that didn't sound like a very convincing um, argument there for North Texas.
0: It's all right. I I it, right now it's all in that glow, the afterglow where everything's beautiful. So you don't really need a whole lot of logic. Look, all right, so you want to real North Texas uh they execute, the low possession games and you know they're efficient. I don't see that Villanova has the defense to really stop North Texas, right? Purdue had certain advantages. They had a good defender in Hunter. He, you know, Javion Hamlet worked them over. It really comes down to whether or not Javion Hamlet can keep up this run, right? Playing well ten games in a row is difficult, right? Sometimes you're gonna have a bad game. And I feel like just the law of averages coming around where Javion Hamlet is gonna have a bad game pretty soon. Um, you know, like I said, I don't wanna doubt the guy. It just it just what happens. Um, can he continue this run? Yes he can. We know he's capable, that kind of thing, but we have to, what happens with Javion on Hamlet's not on? Do we have the other guys? That's why I'm excited. You know, Texas hasn't played like a plus game. We're just like everybody's been, you know, top 10% of what they can play. That's amazing. So that's why I'm excited about it. And I feel like we're going to need that coming up. Javion on Hamlet's going to have a game where he's going to be missing those floaters. Who's going to step up? Who's that person? Uh, or what's that team effort? And I, I feel like, I don't know who that's going to be. Maybe at had Zach Simmons just going off, right? Showing right hand, left hand, duck, cut, steal. You know, just you're like, man, Jay, Zach Simmons just completely taking over this game. That's what we need. We need one of those games, and they have a bunch of guys ready to do that. I like our matchups because, um, like I said, defensively, we've been, we've seen it all, right? We've seen every combination of team. We know how to defend them. North Texas has not got blown out of the water by any squad this season, right? Just completely like, wow, North Texas is just – Had no answer for that. Teams that were faster, that played harder, that pressed them, that all kinds of stuff. North Texas hung in there. They did what they had to do. They grinded it out, right? You're just, you're like, man, North Texas really should have got blown out, but uh, they they're hanging around. So I don't think there's any team that's going to just completely destroy North Texas because they're going to compete defensively. They're going to execute offensively, and if there's a gap that can't be made up, it's usually just like, well. They're leaving Thomas Bell open, and he just can't hit the shot. Or James Reese is wide open, and he's just been off. And you know what? You can you can live with that. Best shooter taking shots that he can take and that he's comfortable taking, and if he takes them with confidence and he just misses them, that's the game. right? That's the game you play there. So I feel like they can beat Villanova, but they're talented, and Jay Wright's a good coach. I think that makes up for whatever North Texas has. Like You got a good plan, but we got a guy that can come up with an also good plan. So I think it's going to be a close one. I think North Texas wins just because, you know, Cinderella, you know,
1: yeah, you know, uh, last prediction for me was <laughs> we were going to be Purdue 64 60, I believe was my prediction. Yeah, yes. when we had the ball there at the end at 61 61, I was kind of looking like, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit that prediction like the water boy's girlfriend, like <laughs> that's what it's gonna be. Um, was <laughs> pretty close, but uh, no, so I had said that whoever won out of the um, Purdue North Texas game was going to go to the Sweet 16, and, and I feel the same way. I don't, mm-hmm. don't doubt JV On Hamlet. Like the, you know, it may be cloudy, but the sun <laughs> always comes up, right? And so he may have a bad game, but he always shows up in the moments that are yeah. most needed. And you know, maybe somebody else will step up. You know, I think Zach um, will have a, a pretty good game against Villanova too. Um, there'll be the offensive opportunities from there so yes I'm, I'm sticking again tnt bill raftery jim nance all <laughs> the specials the mm-hmm. the moments the feels everybody loves them some mean green right now um, people are still going to be doubting north texas you're going to see that villanova you know got their win got back on their high horse and so everybody's going to jump on their bandwagon um, they're I still like going to love on north texas but i think that North Texas will find a way uh, to get this done. I'll, I'll take them. Most of again, most of the advanced analytics sites have this a six-point, 7 seven-point game. Ken Palm has it sixty-seven, sixty-one for for Villanova. I think Haslametrics was something like sixty-six to fifty-nine. Um, I'm gonna take North Texas sixty-six and Villanova sixty-three.
0: Oh man! Oh man! You know, I I saw it. Um, what you call it? Like it was about the same spread, right? Purdue was a seven point favorite for the most part. Yes, uh, all, all across the board. So yeah, here's the thing, right? Like if you want to make an argument, like but Adam, Javon Hamlet had six turnovers and shot five of fourteen against Western Kentucky, like, and he had was it was six turnovers. Um, you could say that was his bad game, right? And he scored 20 points in it, including six in overtime, right? Um, against Purdue, 24 points. That also came on 5-14. He didn't shoot particularly well from, the from you know, the field. Uh, you know, it's not like 8-15 or something like that, or 7-15 or something like that. 5-14, it's like right on the edge of like, eh, you're, you're shooting well. I mean, it's good, but is it great? Uh, a lot of that was just like, you know, hitting free throws. That's where he's supreme, right? Superior, is that he's just, he hasn't missed a free throw since Old Dominion, right? Four of four, four of four, eight of eight. He's just a baller. He's gone ten of eleven against Rice. You know, I don't think there's a. I'm just quick glance. I don't see a game where he's missed more than two free throws. I'm lying. Middle Tennessee missed three free throws. Maybe that was a bad game. Uh, you know, North Texas is a really good free throw shooting team, and I'm not, I, I can't even jinx them because they're such a good free throw shooting team. That's also what makes them a good team, right? Like the little things like you they don't give anything away free throws they make them you know what i mean buckets inside they make them i think that's the difference against some of these other squads where you know good teams make you make you win with your weakness right they make you play left-handed right so to say so to speak um and i mean literally North Texas is left-handed, <laughs> um, but like that's the thing is that there's where are the weak spots in North Texas? You're like, well, they're undersized. They bit undersized. They know how to play, so you're playing into their hands because you know they know how, they might North Texas might struggle against an undersized team just because they were just like, well, usually we're the small guys, so it's now kind of weird. Now we're the big monsters. That's weird. Um, like, what are you gonna do? Like, uh, make Thomas Bell beat you? That's been the game plan, like you said, for sixty games now, right? make like thomas bell beat you okay he's you know it's not an unfamiliar situation uh what do we get zach simmons in foul trouble he's been in foul trouble what if zach simmons has to handle the ball i mean that's the thing right he he didn't play a good game last night north texas won and that's fine with zach simmons line two points one of four shooting uh two turnovers two big turnovers three fouls that's not a great game by any a lot of measures but i thought he played okay right North Texas games. points came in overtime. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is that what does Zach Simmons do? He can. He's not afraid of the moment, right? Got it. <laughs> he said last two games he has. You know, the 12 points against Western Kentucky were, were great, but we talked about those huge points to cut it to three, down five, couple minutes left. Turn around over the shoulder against Charles Bassey, the Conference USA Defensive Player of the Year. Those are huge buckets. Overtime, Zach Simmons, little floater in the lane, huge bucket. He's not afraid of the moment. There's not a moment where you can say, Zach Simmons, are your knees shaking? He's like, no, right? But what, what did you say that you know, he was quoted as saying, like, uh, hey, we're, don't worry about it. We're going to win this game. Right? Down seven against Western Kentucky, three minutes left, everybody running on fumes. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Not to, not to prolong this podcast or anything. Prolong that's it. How felt, that's how I felt last night. You yeah. know, And that's what I was tweeted out when Purdue's making the run. I was like, hey, look, man, we're still in a great position to win this game we've been down, we've had leads, we've lost leads. We've seen it all. We're fine. We're right where we want to be. Yeah. And I was comfortable.
0: Yeah, that, that's the thing is that like, uh, cause I'm a nerd, remember that Batman, Dark Knight Returns things, like you get down in the mud, that's where North Texas wants to be. You're like, all right, you know, last couple of minutes of the game, what's important here is like free throw shooting and execution down the stretch and playing good defense. Turns out those are the three things that North Texas is great at, right? Playing defense, executing, hitting free throws. Like, so again, you're just like, that's where they want to be, that's where North Texas wants to be. When and if, right, North Texas loses in this tournament. um, It's gonna be just because, you know, a guy couldn't hit a couple shots. In this game right here, it was very possible that Purdue got a free throw and they kind of got, that's basketball, that's what happens, right? Um, you know, like North Texas made them. they made mistakes in important point, uh, moments. I don't want to ignore them, right? Uh, turnovers here and there, right? That's, again, that's it. That's part of the game. Uh, it very well could be that a, a better team, a Baylor, says, thank you, I'm going to go down. And where a poor team loses that game in overtime, a good team takes advantage of that and wins by five, right? That could happen. That's That's, again, that's part of the game. Um, the competing, right? To putting yourself in the position, you know, to only lose because of the parts where you just can't make it up, right? It's like, look, that guy's a a better player than me and he beat me and that's it, right? he hit a shot, I didn't hit the shot, but you know what? I put myself in position, I worked hard, got off the screen, cut hard, did everything I was taught, you know, foot facing the right way, follow through. It just didn't go in, right? If you do that, you you can be happy with yourself, and say it was a good run, because that's competing. That's that's all we can ask from this team. Is that like, can you do those things? Can you compete? You know, make the basketball gods choose. Don't be don't don't lose because you know you didn't come ready to play or something like that. So, I don't think we have that to fear from this squad, and that's what makes it fun to follow the squad. Uh, yeah. So, MainGreenNation.com. Support the site so we can keep doing this silly stuff. Uh, ladies and gentlemen. We're done. Goldman Green. Are you gonna say it, Greg? I know you don't like to say it. Say it.
1: No, I'm. I'm not. Good. I'm gonna be me. I'm gonna do me. What is? What do
0: you? What is the? What is the Greg sign off then? I don't
1: know. Enjoy the ride, folks.
0: <laughs> That's all, folks. Enjoy the ride. What is that? That sounds like you're gonna. We're gonna get on a uh, roller coaster. You're just closing up the gate. Enjoy the ride, folks. <laughs> I guess.
1: Are you on a roller coaster of emotions? The past. I mean, basically, a couple I weeks.
0: Sure. We need we need a catchphrase to sign off. Catchphrase for for Greg. Maybe you guys email him one. Yeah, try him out. Yeah, that's <laughs> all
1: right. tri- that's alright.